Great teachers don't just come from the classroom. They can be found almost anywhere in your life. That's why we, Wade and Hope King, created this podcast to connect you with the stories, the tools, and the joy you need to take education to the next level. Nowadays, everyone's an educator. Whether you chose that career or not. And we're all in this together. So come on, let's do this. Welcome Welcome to to the the new EDU. Welcome back to the new EDU, everybody. We're so excited you're here during this holiday season. Hopefully you're able to get some rest and just uh, re-energize yourself just a little bit. And uh, that's kind of what we're going to be talking today about, right, Hope? Yeah, Hope's applauding for me because I intro. <laughs> I did the intro this time, guys. How was that? You welcomed you all back. How's I'm that? just so proud. Yeah. I'm so yeah. proud. Yeah. I'm not a talker. <laughs> But I'm on a podcast. <laughs> that's yeah, that kind of is an oxymoron there. Wait, that doesn't but quite work. That's a fact. No, but welcome back, you guys. So so glad to have you back for another Monday. Oh, with that a was new professional. EDU. That was so good. I'm just trying to show. I'm just trying to model. You know, model mm-hmm. gradual yes. release, and then eventually you'll mm-hmm. you'll master it. Mm-hmm. But we hope that you guys have had an amazing break, and we know that the break is either at an end or coming to an end for you, probably today or tomorrow. Yeah. And so we just wanted to, in real time, talk through some things. Just again, we kind of did an episode a couple of weeks ago about how to give yourself a break and things. Hopefully you kind of followed through with that. Focus on slash not focus on during the break. And so hopefully you're able to come back and you're re-energized and you've been able to fuel yourself and focus Mm -hmm. on yourself during this time. But we wanted to kind of come back with a follow-up episode where we are now going to talk about just a couple of things that Wade and I have found in the past that help us, that's break coming to an end kind of sneaks back up on us and it's time to go back into the classroom just as we were mindful during the break what are some things that we can be mindful of as we head back and transition into the school year again yep because that's what we're doing you're, you're hitting the ground running and like it or not here we go. Exactly. I mean, ready or not, here here the kids yep. come. And so, or maybe you're in virtual learning or you're Whatever's doing come, a hybrid it's, model it's or, or whatever it may be. And so we just wanted to give you, again, a couple of things to be mindful of so that you are transitioning mm-hmm. back into the rhythm and the schedule of school every single day um, with the best mindset possible. And so kind of what these things are, again, are, are like brain tricks. They're like things that you can trick your brain into believing and they really do make a big difference in mindset. And I know sometimes people like snarl. I feel like sometimes weight is more of like a, not like you snarl at mindset, but you're like, mm, okay. But really the mind is such a powerful tool. Nah, it's, it is. And it's more, it's not really fake it till you make it, but it is like you, you, you trick yourself into I saw something that said you don't fake it till you make it, you face it. Yeah. No, I I don't believe fake it till you make it. I I believe that's a bunch of bull crap because if if you're faking it till you make it, you're obviously doing some type of action. And so that's not faking it. Like you're you're doing something. And I, I think those actionable habits that you may have started to set for yourself, they need to continue. And and tr- and just being as is is honest with yourself and as positive as you as you possibly can definitely pays off in the long run for yeah. sure. 
So let's get you back from break in a positive mindset. And just a reminder that in this space, we are very real with emotions. And we have made mention of this and past breaks. But I think it is so important to reiterate once more, because again, you just had quite an extended break. And now we're going Mm -hmm. back that it is perfectly okay and normal to feel more than one thing at a time. And I know we've said it a lot, but I feel like it needs to be reminded of, especially during this time. I mean, you you may be feeling like I normally feel coming after a break when we're going back into school. And I'm like, man, I don't even want to wake up in the morning. Golly. That's real. Nobody wants to get out in the cold. I don't want to get out in the cold. It's going to hit to the bone and it hurts and makes me so mad. Watch our morning TV. But but my co-teacher, she's so happy all the time. I can't even stand to look at her tomorrow. AKA Hope King, okay. uh, talking positive all the time. Okay. But, but at the same time, I was always excited to see my kids. Yeah. And so you can have, like Hope said, different emotions. But it's real. Be authentic yeah. with who you are. And I know I talked about that being one of the biggest things that I learned in 2020. And so I think that that was just so important to, again, just reiterate during this time yeah. and normalizing that it, it is completely normal to have and to feel mm-hmm. multiple things. And it does not make you any less than or any worse of a teacher nope. than anyone else just because you might be saying, I wish break wasn't over. That does not make you a bad person. Not at all. I think it's so important, too, to be reminded of, well, this is something that we haven't talked about, that kids Kids also feel this way. They feel the right? same way. Yeah. Kids can well, also way, feel, they feel yeah. more than one thing as they come back to school. I'm sure they're so excited to see you and so excited to see their friends and talk about mm-hmm. all the things that happened over break. But they didn't want to get up this morning either. And so just being mindful of that, that yeah. you feel multiple things, and so do your students. So and how I, does that play a role? And I definitely think if you're mindful of that, that you'll be able to reach your kids even better. Like you'll be able to have open and honest conversations with them and understand where they're coming from. Yeah. So let's talk about just some brain training that we are, that we, you and I have practiced being mindful of as we go back from a break, back into the school setting, mm-hmm. back into the daily grind, right? Number one, I think is so important is being mindful of your stress level. And so I think that as break starts to come to an end, you know, a lot of times what I find with Wade specifically over breaks is he will be the kindest, loveliest, bright shining son of a yeah. human Yep. And then we get about two, three days out from returning to our daily grind. I get and what stressed. happens? I get stressed. And out. that turns into what? And then I, I get short and I don't want to talk. And then that and turns into what? I don't know. A lot of arguments. Yeah, because I get short. A I lot get of short with what I want to say, and I'm I'm irritated, and I'm irritable, and I'm stressed out. Like, and it makes me so mad because I'm like, here we just had this beautiful break together, and now you're ruining it, and you're sucking all of the mm-hmm. joy out of what we just spent two weeks creating. And you know, it's something that Wade and I've had to work through because I'm not typically like that, but Wade is. So I'm sure there's there's people out in this audience that you are yeah. like, yep, I am a Wade, and there is nothing wrong with that. But I think that you know, one thing that Wade and I've had to talk through, and I've brought to his attention a lot especially at the end of breaks or coming back after summer break or whatever it may be is hey i understand that you might be stressed let's talk about it let's not just let your shortness or you know cause us both to be frustrated and then be against now is that what you're doing yes and then be against one another right and so you know i think that's just so important to to be mindful of your stress and where or who you're taking that stress out on. Yeah, it's if for for me, I think it's also I mean, this is something we've learned in quarantine too, just this whole year is when when I feel stressed out or when Hope notices that I'm feeling stressed out or she can tell it's starting to amp up just a little bit more, it we, we go back and we think about okay, well what 
what does this person need if it's her or if it's me, whatever, to re-energize. And that's mostly what it is. It's a release. You have to release that stress somehow. You have to re-energize yourself somehow. You've got to just woosah somehow. And you have to figure out, hey, I have to be mindful of when I'm getting to that level. Mm -hmm. And yo, for me, you leave me alone. Like, don't call me, don't text me, don't talk to me. Leave me alone for just a little bit. And I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. But I have to notice that I'm getting to that point. Right. If I don't notice I'm getting to that point and I'm just going out to work out just to work out, it does no good. Right. Like I have to realize this is why I, this is what I need right now. So just being mindful of that yeah. and recognizing that, you know, are you taking it out on your kids? Are you taking it out on your spouse? And just not recognizing that that is actually what is happening. And it's just the stress of you going back to work and having to get back into a routine that is causing that to happen. So I think that's so important, especially when we do come back off a break and we have spent beautiful time together yeah. and, you know, things are positive and happy. You want to keep that going as long as possible. So that is number one. Number two, as we head back, from break, be mindful of your message. And here's what I mean by that. And listen, this right here is a space for you to feel all the things mm -hmm. and for us to be honest about how we feel with one another and for us to share that, yeah, I am like a sloth crawling out of bed the day of, of going back to school after a break. But maybe social media where your kids or your parents who are, you know, have students in your class might see that that gif or that gif or that meme or whatever it is mm -hmm. and, and feel some type of way about it. You know, a lot of times after break, teachers are like, well, I'm going to feel the way that I feel. Yeah. And it's it's fine to, to feel those things, right? But we have to be careful of the message that we're pushing out because if we are pushing out, you know, my favorite is that, I don't know if y'all seen it, surely you have, that little girl on the merry-go-round coming, coming back. Like it says a lot of different things, but in this case, it would be coming back after break got me like, and she's on like the carousel holding on and it's dragging mm, her around. Mm -hmm. Have you seen, you know what I'm talking about? No, I was <laughs> pretending. Best, y'all. It is the best out things. there. Please go find it. But it's like coming back after break got me like, and literally she's holding on for, and it's just like dragging her. Okay. I get insane. it. That is how we feel coming back after break. But when we're posting that on social media, where if you teach old enough students, your students might see it, mm -hmm. or where the parents of those students might see it. Can you imagine? Like, I'm just being honest. If that were Maverick's teacher posting something like that, I'd be like, I get it, but I don't. Because I don't want to send Maverick back to a classroom where Maverick might, you know, he's struggling going back after a break too. And now I'm kind of questioning, like, is that teacher going to be in a good mood? Is he going to be going back to a teacher that's going to be, have, you know, be warm and, and be excited to see him? Or, or is it going to be a teacher that's, that's cold and in a bad mood all day long? Yeah, I mean, And that's going to make me worry. With, I mean, with messaging, yes, it's, it's, you need to be careful of that, obviously, with the for parents and for if you teach middle school and high school kids, they'll see it too. But then also, I mean, you have to think about other teachers who are out there as well. I mean, obviously, we all know what we're going through. Every teacher knows what another teacher is going through. It doesn't matter if you live in the same city, state, country, whatever. This is a weird year. But you don't need to really publicize all of that because that's just going to bring everybody down. There's a time to be honest and open. And if something's causing harm, yes, yeah, speak out about it. Yeah, your message needs to be important. But just to be 
that person who posts negative things 24-7, like, that's not going to lift but me also up as the a teacher. World, also the world looking at it like, oh, oh look, uh, teachers don't even want to go back. They hate their yeah. job. It's awful. Like, we just have to be so, so many reasons careful. why. Yeah. yeah. We just have to be so careful of the messaging. And again, this is a space where we can be real, right? Yeah. Because we're all, we all get each other and we all understand what we truly mean by things. But we have to be careful about Common who's going to set eyes. Right. Yeah. Who's going to set eyes on that? And so I typically see Facebook feeds and Instagram feeds filling up with those types of things after the holidays. And it's just, while it's funny to me because I get it, I'm a teacher, it also makes me sad from a parent's perspective or, you know, from a student's perspective because maybe that child was really looking forward to seeing you and then they're like, well, wow, my teacher doesn't even really care about Mm -hmm. seeing me, right? Mm -hmm. And that can change the dynamics of your classroom. And so, again, just being mindful of the message that you're putting out with education We're not not talking to you about not being authentic and not being who you are or shying away from that. Again, I mean, we've talked about many of times, it's okay to have two types of feelings or multiple types of feelings. Mm -hmm. Hey, just focus on the one that isn't going to hurt anybody. Right. Because you How are your feelings impacting and affecting others? Absolutely. I think it's so important. So being mindful of your stress level, being mindful of your message. And then, you know, something that I think is so important, and this has always been a big motivating factor and driver for me, is that I start, you know, as we start getting closer to the end of break, and this would stress weight out. So this might not be a strategy for you, okay? And if it's not, then you can just let it go. But for me, I like to either make a list or to think on the things that I get to look forward to about coming back. Like whether it be that I have a really cool lesson that I'm going to teach that I know is up and coming, or I have content that I'm really excited excited about, or I have an experience that I'm going to create for my kids or whatever it may be, I start really thinking about all the things that I have to look forward to. And that gets me really excited about coming back to school. No, I mean, I, I, I definitely, yeah, I mean, I, I sympathize with that. I mean, I, I had planned this Power Ranger lesson forever, like the whole entire summer. And I knew it was coming up at the beginning of the school year in September. And that's what like energized me up into September at the end of September to teach my butt off. And I was just so excited about it. So even though it wasn't happening like right now, right when I got back, I knew it was happening in the next few weeks or the month after we started school, I was still super excited about it. And so, yeah, find something that makes you pumped up about going back to the classroom that that you can just stay focused on. And if you don't have anything, think of something. And again, it's not like we're saying that I think it's so important what you said, you know, that it's not about that you're going to come back the first day and have that lined up and ready to go. But if you're really struggling, you're like, I don't, I'm just not ready for this Mm -hmm. after break. What is something that's, you know, that's going to re-energize you? What is something that you could look forward to, that you could implement, that you could be excited about? We talk a lot on our platform about it's not just about what you teach, it's about how you teach it. Mm-hmm. And so if you have content coming up and maybe that's why you're dreading going back or you're not looking forward sure. to that, then what is a way that you can teach that that's going to excite you and make you enthusiastic about what is to come? And that is something that always just you know, gives me butterflies and gets me excited about what I have coming up in the classroom that that makes me, even though I don't want to get out of bed and I don't want to face the cold, it just makes me excited to be there. It's an easy practice to do yeah, because we all have things we can look forward to or we can create to look forward to. Yeah. And so on that same note, another little mind trick or, you know, Mm kind of switching gears and getting you in the mindset of heading back to school. We talk a lot about focusing on your purpose, focusing on your why, being why driven in the classroom. And so I saw this strategy and I loved it. And I was like, man, this is so good because we talk about, you know, writing your why down and posting it somewhere in your classroom room for you to see every Mm -hmm. single day. So in those moments when we forget that, because we do forget that because things are hard, things get frustrating things become challenging if we can just set our eyes on that why 
it's like it snaps us mm. back into reality, right? Mm-hmm. Perhaps you are a visual person like I am and you like to see things. Write down five reasons that you became a teacher or five things that you're excited about going back to school for or write down your why or whatever it may be and post it on your dashboard. And that way, when you get in the car, when you're thinking about all of your problems, how cold it is outside, how the the power went off that morning or how your coffee pot didn't work or how your kids were fussing or screaming, getting their clothes on because they weren't ready to get back into a routine either. And we're focused so much on the problems and the problems are stressing us out. Boom. We see that. And it's a visual that snaps us back into reality. Mm. And instead of focusing on our problems, we begin focusing on our purpose. It's really good. I remember back in the day that I I used to do that. Like I used to put Bible verses on sticky notes in, in my car in my, um, 1992 Chevrolet Lumina on the dashboard. Oh, that's a whole nother story, folks. That's you, how he won me over. Do you remember? That is, oh, here we go. No, that, no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with the go. Lumina, but oh, it, it has goodness. to do with like high school and college. Did anybody ever like take pictures and put them up there where the speedometer was? No? So it's just me? No? Okay. That's, you, that's what we did. Yeah. I'm I don't sure know. there's somebody out there that. I don't know. Maybe not. I like for my car to be pristine and clean, and we know that's not your forte, so. Well, I I cleaned our car (laughs) yesterday. I got to finish it today. You know, I think you're right. On the right track of having those things that inspire you, being visual reminders Yeah, right there in front of you. Yeah, that's what we Um, do. And you said that you did the same thing with Bible verse or scripture verses. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, I, I know it sounds so cheesy, and it's like, Seeing a sticky note on my dashboard is not going to make me want to go back to school. Okay, I get I get it. Like, I understand the reality, but I also understand that having a visual and getting your mind set and focused on the things that can really put you into a positive spirit, into a positive attitude, is so much more important. Because otherwise, if that's not there for you, and you did have a lot of props, because let's be real. I mean, the first Monday or Tuesday after break... I mean, that's like what um, that's what nightmares are made mm-hmm. of. Okay, let's because we're tired and so we're short fused, and so it does become very easy to spend that whole drive focused on how tired you were or how awful the morning was. And so again, just a simple visual, just a simple visual to put your eyes on your purpose and to mm-hmm. be reminded of what it is that you do every day and why you do and the right. impact that it has can trick your mind into start thinking in positive ways. And so I think that it's such a just simple thing to do. So just try it. Yeah. You might think it's cheesy. It's fine. Just try it. Right on the mirror. Who knows? Who knows? Just, you know. Just do something. Yeah. Do something. Do something to get that back in the forefront of your mind. And then obviously, you know, finally, just setting yourself up for success, right? It's the simple things. I am not one. Oof. I am not one of those moms that have outfits laid out the night before. You're not a person who does anything before. Yes, I'm not. And I am. You're right. You're right. I, I am someone who likes to prep and, but why? ahead of time. Why do you like to prep ahead of time? Because I like to be prepared. Why, though? Because I want to be prepared and not stressed. And what? Not stressed. I didn't want to be stressed. Yeah. And so it puts you in a bad mood and it sets you up. We always talk about how you start your day is how you end your day. Well, I, I we, we're all, I mean, everybody's a different person, too. And so I'm the type of person, if I don't plan and if I don't prep, I will mess something up. Thank you, you are you are someone who, if you do something last minute, it's it's fine. That's the answer. If I, I do so, if I do something last minute, it's going to be messed up. And so I like to pre-plan. But with that, like our audience definitely needs to understand. Like we we're obviously married, but we also work together. We've taught together. We do get your teach on together. And so as you can imagine, like I want to get stuff done, and hope wants to wait last minute. And so that 
creates some conflict. It does. But it sets me up also for it to be very stressed in the morning. And even though I'm the type of person who I don't, I like, I enjoy kind of a last minute type of thing. I feel like I also am a snooze, like, and I am enthusiast, not. That which makes means me so mad. that I pressed the snooze button a solid 12 times before. Is anybody else out there like that? I'm like, you could have slept 30 more minutes. Just set it for the time you're trying to get up. Well, I'm setting it for the time that I'm trying to get up because I know I have all of these things on my to-do list, but then I, I'm a snooze enthusiast. And so I've got to understand that about myself and recognize that, okay, if I want to hit the snooze button 12 times, I've got to have everything ready to go the night before, which when I do that, you're right, I honestly... I sleep so much better the night before Mm -hmm. because if I don't have everything ready to go, while I do like to work on as a last minute kind of individual on certain things, I will lay awake. Okay, remember now tomorrow you've got to remember, and tomorrow you've got to remember to do this, and you've got to remember. And so one thing that I've tried to make a habit of doing is getting things semi ready the night before, but also anything that's on my mind. Like even though I'm a big advocate for not pulling your phone out, and Wade is even bigger a bigger advocate for that. If there's something that's lingering on my mind, I just get my phone, I open up a notes tab and I type it in the notes tab. So that way I'm not sitting there for 25 minutes. Okay, now remember tomorrow. Okay, now you're going to forget. Yeah, okay, now remember to... It's, it's, it's those internal conversations. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it may not do anything at all, but right. it gives you a peace of mind. So yeah, I mean, just prep as much as you can, plan yeah. as much as you can. And I mean, time is valuable. And if, if you can save yourself 15, 20 minutes in the morning or the next day of stress-free whatever, do it. Do it the night before, do it the day before, whatever you can do to help yourself out. And we recognize no matter how much you plan, something is going to Of course, but things you can take care of, do it. Do it while you got the time. So what does it look like to set yourself up for success the night before, especially as we are coming back from break? Once you get into the habit, once you get into the routines, once you you are, you know, remembering the things Mm -hmm. that you do every single day, that's not as important for some of us. But I think heading back from break, you know, just setting yourself up for success on those that first week back or those first few days back. And also remembering that the struggle that you had getting back into a routine, once again, the kids too. Kids too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, really parents, not the parents of the whole They gotta wake up now too. All the things, right? Mm-hmm. And so just being mindful of you're not the only ones feel you're not the only one feeling this way. Yep. Your kids are too. And so those are just some things that we keep in mind as we head back from break to set ourselves up for the best possible return. Because at the end of the day, kids are looking forward to seeing you. They are. And, you know, we know. Even that if they a don't lot of, verbalize it. A are. lot of students come from a lot of different situations, and every child's holiday break was completely different from one another. And some of them had beautiful holiday breaks, and some of them had holiday breaks filled with all the family and all the fun traditions, and some of them did not. And some and, had awkward ones, and some had multiple and holidays. And some had family and, issues. Right, and, so... You know, so you're a just, constant. You are the constant that those kids have. And Wade talks about that a lot in his story. And if you don't know his story, you can go back to our earlier podcast where he shares that. But the one thing that he says that has been so powerful for me, and he's really been hitting in on this a lot with educators as we're doing our virtual trainings and as we're working with schools, is, you know, it, it, he doesn't sit and talk about the reason that I love school so much was because this teacher did this really cool lesson right. and, and all and use music. And his teachers didn't do those things. But what they did was they showed up. They showed up every day day. consistently, and that's what he needed. Mm -hmm. He just needed that consistent figure in his life that he knew was going to be there for him. And Mm -hmm. a lot of kids, even, listen, even if they come from wealthy families, Wade learned this by working at a school where kids were extremely well off. Um, Sometimes those are the ones who need consistency in their life the most because Mm -hmm. parents are, you got to make the money somehow. Right. And so parents are gone. So just remembering that showing up is what your kids, you know, are – first and foremost need from you the most. Just show up. Just be there for them and 
love on them. I yeah. just got love on them. So even if you just write, sh- all I have to do today is show up on a sticky note. And that's what you put on your dashboard. Hey, that's Give good. yourself a visual. That's a good one. All there. I've got to do today is to, is is show up. Let's make a t-shirt and, for you know, that. just a reminder, if you've been able to catch our podcast during this holiday season or if you have not, just a reminder, my favorite quote from our friend Hayward John. I shared mm-hmm. this, I think, during the, the things I learned in 2020. Everything you've got is everything you need. And so you've already you're already equipped with everything that you need to go back after this break. Absolutely. So just remember, be mindful of that stress level and where you're really putting those frustrations, who or what you're putting those frustrations out to. Be mindful of your message. Positive speaking is important. And I'm mm-hmm. not talking about toxic positivity. And I know this could go in a million different different directions. I'm saying find your people that you can be real and raw with who get you, but be very careful of the way that your messages are perceived by others because you can put the message out and how you feel, but the only person who gets to determine what it means to them is the person reading it. Yeah, everybody's an influencer. You yeah. have an influence on if it's one person, that's great. If yeah. it's 5,000 people, that's great, whatever. But someone's looking. Someone's looking. And so you need to just realize that. And parents have fears about sending their kids, you know, I mean, not fears, but they they worry about their kids every day too. And so if Mm -hmm. they're seeing that you're not excited to go back, that's going to give them more stress and more anxiety to send their child back to. You know how worried I get about Maverick. I'd be worried. Um, mm -mm. Make a list. I know it sounds corny. I know it sounds cheesy, but make a list of things that you're excited to go back to or the reason that you became a teacher or your why and make that visual for yourself so that, again, when the problems become crazy and the problems start stacking up that we don't get caught up focusing on our problems, but we're focusing on our purpose every single day. Set yourself up for success. What is it? What does it look like? What do you need to have ready the night before school so that you can go into the best possible situation um, with a a mindset that is happy and joyful? Because again, that's what's going to make the biggest difference in your day with your kids. And so listen, we know going back after break ain't easy. It's not easy for anybody. And that's why we say it's it's important that you name your feelings and name how what it is that you're feeling and the emotions that you feel. But there's also little those these little tricks, these little t- tips and tricks that you can mm-hmm. be reminded of to be mindful during this time to set yourself up and your students up for a successful return back after yeah. break. Just be um, mindful of what you need and what you uh, are going to experience. Yeah. Uh, just be authentic with who you are. And don't have unrealistic expectations on what this is going to be like. And here we go, y'all. It's 2021. It. We're it's a new page. Listen, I know that that the clock didn't strike midnight, and I, I wish that the fixed. world had been fixed and everything that we had woken up and happening. it was perfect. But it's not. So we're still in reality, and that is okay because we're in this together. But it is 2021. It is it is a fresh start. It is a new page, and that is something that is exciting and something that's to look forward exciting. to. And so we know that there is great that awaits weights in this year and we're just going to have to keep st- taking a step keep, fr- keep doing it step forward until mm-hmm. we find the greatness mm-hmm. um so we are encouraging you we are right there with you along the way to cheer you on to, to give you these positive reminders that many of us forget when we get into the hustle and bustle of returning back to yep. to normal life and to work and to doing our calling every single day make sure that you're staying focused on the things that really matter to you and try really hard during the season not to focus on your problems but to focus on your purpose because right. your purpose is is making a difference every single day in the lives of so many. And what you do is seen and valued and appreciated more than you will ever know from us specifically. So with that, we hope that you enjoyed this episode of the new EDU. 
If you did, if you did, let us know. Let Leave us a review know. and subscribe and all the things. Share it out. You can tag us in the things that you, you are know. doing as you head back to school. Yeah. We would love to see it, and we would love to be able to send you just a little message of encouragement. Right. So you can find me at Hey Ho King. You can find Wade at Hey Wade King. Hey Wade King. And we will see you next week with a brand new episode of the new Edu. Until then, bye everybody. Bye. The new EDU is hosted by me, Wade King. And me, Hope King. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfush. And edited by Andrew Weller. With production support from Sterling Coates and Chase Mayo. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. The new EDU podcast is a 3% chance production. <laughs>